Welcome to the Coaching by Bell podcast, the podcast where each episode we feature women entrepreneurs, founders, and leaders in business. The podcast showcases a variety of interviews, coaching style conversations, and live coaching sessions. I am your host, Isabel Hertz. I am a business coach integrating past and present, bridging old stories with new intentions. I help people hear between the lines of their story, tap into insights, inner wisdom, and opportunities to hear their own voice as a means for change. Let's get listening. I am here today with Sweet Pea Gallery and the masterminds behind the venture, Sophia Seward and Catriona Reed. Sweet Pea Gallery is a digital and in real life space that supports early career artists. They do this through pop-up gallery installations, online content, and the sale of artwork and marketable goods. Their goal is to engage with young artists to strengthen their practice and buyers who may not see themselves reflected in the traditional art market. Well, hello there, and thank you for joining me today. Thank you. you. (laughs) We're excited to be here. So I begin every podcast episode asking this question, what was your inspiration? It's a great question. For us, I think it really comes from the artwork that comes from our artists. We were blown away by the talent of artwork that came to us when we did our first initial call, like totally blown our socks off. And I think from there, it really inspired us to kind of create a good platform, create a good looking website, really do it justice and really help our artists connect with our market. So to connect with the young professionals and that different kind of part of the retail environment because really our driving force. And what was the very beginning? What was that initial? Was it an art show or was it a an idea out of your basement that you thought, oh, let you know, let's try something? Where did, where was that seed for you? Sweet Pea sort of came out of a series of brainstorming sessions that we had over like multiple bottles of wine in the summer. Initially, sort of we're looking at particularly the graduating class of the University of Victoria here in Victoria, BC. And we noticed a lot of incredible artists coming out of that program and none of them were signed to galleries. So we contacted some of them directly, but we also put out a call just to anyone and everyone to submit art to us to be represented by Sweet Pea. Yeah, I think we were really blown away coming from, I'm from Toronto, we both went to school in Montreal. And coming from those environments, there's like a huge amount of infrastructure for artists to make money in a meaningful way that isn't like going to a farmer's market and peddling like more touristy art or kind of just what sells to the people you have access to. And so I think we really saw the talent that was here and it's just like, how come nobody is supporting them and giving them that sort of commercial support that is so important when you're first starting out. Let's pivot a little bit to when you started this, what were some of the challenges you overcame when you started this business venture together? Yeah, we went into this totally blind. We like bought the email on the Tuesday. Right away from the beginning, we were really facing this issue of like the brand was the artist's but we didn't have artists yet because we had just launched the call. So right away from the beginning, you're sort of like kind of facing down the clock of like knowing that we needed artists and artwork as soon as possible. 
while also doing something for the first time and being like totally in the dark about what was best and what we should be doing and like really being able to forecast too far in the future. So Mm -hmm. that was definitely like looking back, that was pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. We had sort of like two weeks where we were just, we had Zoom interviews with like 20 artists and it was so crazy just describing ourselves, which had barely gotten off the ground to these new people who are excited to join us and sort of just saying like, yeah, like we're legitimate, like please join us. And it was really great that so many of them signed on and sort of trusted us from the get-go. Yeah, it's an interesting market, the art world, because you sort of have a two-sided, you have to pitch yourselves to the customer and you have to pitch yourself to the supplier who was the artist (laughs) in a really kind of interesting way, which I hadn't anticipated that it would be so much of selling ourselves kind of to everybody. Mm -hmm. The challenge of marketing yourself both to the customer and also to the artist to have amazing artwork that you can share. And also that is interesting to the client was, it sounds like one of the biggest kind of hurdles that you first had in one of those initial calls with all these different artists that you spoke to. And we're still trying to tackle that every day. Yeah. With what our artists want to hear and what's important to them and being supportive enough for them because they are all emerging artists being represented for the first time. A lot of them don't really know how contracts work or need clarification when it comes to something they're doing as part of their practice, other exhibitions, commissions, commissions that we, you know, we were trying to give them guidance and be as much of a resource for them as we can. We'll also bringing our customer on board and getting them interested in the brand, getting them to look through the artists and the artwork that we have. It's definitely a lot to juggle. And what other challenges, if there are any, come to your mind about when you're starting, when you're getting going and and as you're carrying the business forward and you're growing it, what has come up for you? Definitely the value of sort of our own time management and also planning ahead even like two weeks in advance is so helpful just for us. We're both like, I'm in a master's program right now and we're juggling time schedules all the time. So just having sort of that concrete date in the future, knowing that's there and knowing the steps that need to happen before the launch of a new artwork or new sweater that we're doing with an artist or something is so beneficial So that's something that we've been really working on since the new year, just planning ahead as much as possible. That's, we're now forecasting a lot further in advance so we can do a better job. And so how do you navigate with there being two of you and being co-collaborators in your venture? What do you do in order to engage with each other's schedules as well as all of the different details that you have going on? We've definitely learned to strategize in terms of who's, stronger or who has more work experience in certain areas and sort of making that work to our advantage. So Sophia coming from the development and fundraising side of arts and culture, she's handling like almost all of the finances. Just sort of delegating tasks between us has been really advantageous and working remotely at times. We have a good system doing like a weekly meeting at the start of the week, Monday or Tuesday, and just sort of setting our goals from there for the rest of the week. Yeah, I think a lot of it really just comes down to consistency and like knowing what's going on. So our meetings early in the week are 
helpful in terms of like knowing what deadlines are going on, knowing what our priorities are for the week as well. It sounds like a tremendous amount of pre-consideration into what's to come for you and then pivoting as you need to and adjusting as you need to based on your schedules and the artists you're working with and the space that you might rent or, you know, whatever the circumstances are. And so based on that, are there some key learning lessons that you'd like to share with listeners and others who might have a passion or desire to start something like you guys have? Learning how to work as a team is something that I think is of utmost importance and sort of gauging your workflows. Like Sophia is a morning person. I'm a night person. So we're like, great. We have like a 24 hour working clock now. That's an awesome thing to have. Figuring out who you are as a team and what strengths you have and how you can use those to your best abilities for the interest of the artists and the brand. Yeah. I also think interest in terms of like being an entrepreneur, starting your own thing is honoring the flexibility that that gives you. You know, this is our first time setting our own timelines, especially with as much freedom and as much sort of forward projecting as we can give it. And with our latest show, when we had in February, we only had about, we did that in about five weeks, which is a really quick turnaround. And so much of that was at the beginning, we felt all this pressure to have it be a certain thing, check XYZ boxes, but honoring the fact that we're doing it ourselves and we can decide what it looks like. We can decide the timeframes. It doesn't need to be what everyone else has done before because we are doing it our own way. And that's something that's really guided us over the past couple of weeks. That's really changed, I think, the way we've discussed all kinds of future plans. That has really come from learning about who we are as a team Mm -hmm. and what we're good at. I heard a couple key things there. I heard tapping into your strengths and utilizing the power of teamwork because there are two of you and then looking at where you both thrive and just even little things like where do you have energy? So then how do you use that to build a really good team? And I also heard about flexibility and just kind of always being adaptable to whatever is arising in the situation. And the last one was kind of do it your own way, which I take as trusting your inner wisdom and your own intuition and knowing that there isn't really one way to do things, especially in an entrepreneurial space. That I would say is very true. There isn't a recipe. That whole bit about trusting your intuition, I think that's such a big part of it. And also being able to believe in that intuition as well. Like not just being like, oh, I feel like we need to slow down, but being able to understand why you feel that way. You know, we were rushing a timeline to get our next exhibition off the ground and we were both kind of feeling overwhelmed and it wasn't clicking and we were kind of deer in headlights. And it wasn't until we were like, oh, we don't need to do it on that day. Like we had that in our brain, but let's trust that. And then why did we feel that way? (laughs) We were tired. You're coming off of a great previous exhibition. We didn't have the creative juices flowing. Artists weren't replying fast enough, so we couldn't have gotten it done anyway. And so just pushing it and now it's all coming together. (laughs) It's all, you know, in that space and time, it's able to be much more successful. What you just said was a perfect example of the combination of all three of your learning lessons. It was utilizing each other as a team, trusting your gut, and being completely flexible and adaptable to whatever was coming up and knowing that 
it's all right to pivot and to say, hey, we got the date wrong the first time. And so we're going to we're going to have to switch it in order to make this the success that we really want it to be. Yeah. And I think that's just the biggest thing is doing justice to our idea and the work of our artists and what we're trying to build. So what advice do you have for fellow entrepreneurs who want to pursue uh, their dreams and, and their visions and their creative passions? I would say I've heard this piece of advice be given out so many times since I heard it the first time. And I think it's the truest thing, but you're never ready to start. You just have to do it. And you're going to hate the first things that you sort of put out as your new business. And you're going to cringe at everything, but you're never going to be ready. So you just have to do it. Like, just do it now. And now is the best time to start. Yeah. I think that was a big thing that we learned as well, that waiting for something to be perfect when you, when you really like it and it's really good, for the most part, if you can trust yourself and your, your taste and you in that moment, it's never going to be perfectly perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I would also give the piece of advice that is about trusting yourself and honoring that as well. Like honoring how you're feeling and just understand that you know, you, you must know what you're doing because you're the only one who knows what you're doing. So I <laughs> think <laughs> that if I had learned that a little earlier on, it would have been all the better for us. Yeah. <laughs> That's the journey, right? That you have to start somewhere so that you can continue to grow and that it is you are constantly growing and shifting and pivoting and tapping more and more into your own in- intuition and, and wisdom. And you only get that by not being perfect and trying things and then trying things a different way. So your advice is exactly what you have to go through, I think, to get to where you've already built Sweet Pea to. It comes full circle around, at least in my experience, is just all of the lessons start to feed into the other lessons. So definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's been fun. So in a brief form, how has your story shifted since day one? I would say we're just much more prepared to deal with the daily challenges that we face. I think our story has really grown and kind of expanded with our confidence and with the work of our artists. We would be really impressed if we pulled it all off so far. (laughs) Really what I hear is that you've been able to pivot as things have come up for you and realize that the journey that you're taking is the experience itself and that every day you're pulling something new together, you're realizing you know how to respond to something or you know how to incorporate something from before. And so you're in that process tackling, I want to say, what is coming up for you mentally so that I can't or that I don't know what this is about. You've been able to walk through and say, okay, I do know what this is about. I do know how to handle this. I do know how to approach this. Okay, look, we can do this. And so continuing to put your sort of I can do attitude forward for yourself as you walk the journey, Uh, not to say that it's not still hard or you're not still figuring it out. But that's really what I hear in how you've responded to that question. Yes, that is definitely accurate. (laughs) We appreciate you tuning into Coaching by Belle. This podcast is made possible by the support of our listeners, community, and guests. To learn more about how to donate or to contact us about guest suggestions or anything else, head over to www.coachingbybelle.com. Every story shared has the possibility to unlock greater potential. Coaching by Bell does this one story at a time. Thanks for listening.